0: Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Hi, I'm Alex Anderson, and welcome to episode 15. Nestled in central Oregon is a sleepy little town called Sisters. Well, it's sleepy most of the time, unless you happen to hit it on the second Saturday of July. Sisters busts loose, and it's because of what my friend, Jean Wells, developed. Over 30 years ago, she had what might be called a crazy idea... And today, it boasts to be the largest outdoor quilt show in the United States. Recently, I had the opportunity to meet up with Jean, and she told us the history of the quilt show and the inside scoop of what it takes to put on this incredible event. Let's take a listen. Welcome, Jean, to My Quilt Connection. I'm so glad you've taken some time out of your day to spend it with us. Well, it's fun to be here, Alex, and just to be able to talk to you. And Jean, we go back quite a while. I can remember the first time I taught for you. Do you remember that? I do. I do. And you were really nervous. Oh, I was really (laughs) nervous. It was when the Stitch and Post was in its old location, Mm -hmm. and I taught stars. You did? And it was because of you I wrote my very first book. So
1: I am so... Grateful and thankful to you. Well, you know, when I remember when you came up and you, I had several phone calls before you arrived and we talked about everything. I said, Alex, you're going to be just fine because you really did have everything thought out so well. And I mean, it's a great concept. Well, you told me you can do a book,
0: it's right here, it's right here. And really, you fed me through it. And I thank you. But the other thing I remember about that experience was I had some lace up boots. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> and I crossed I crossed my feet, and I was standing teaching, and the laces caught on the hooks <laughs> on the other foot, <laughs> and I couldn't move. And so I started jumping around the classroom, and it was like, okay, there goes all my professionalism right there. My feet are stuck together. Well, it kind of opened up the... Yeah, classroom a little bit. Right. Well, this last July I had the opportunity to come to the thirty year old celebration of the Sisters Outdoor Quilt Show. And for those of you who do not know what this is, let me explain it, Jean. You open up the doors of Sister Oregon, which has how many people in it about um I think we have like 1,100 now,
1: right? right. In the city limits. In the you city know, there limit. are other people on the outskirts.
0: And on the second Saturday of July, you have maybe 11 to 1,200 quilts
1: That's hanging right. outdoors. And how many people descend upon your city? You know, it's real hard to measure because we don't get to collect a dollar from everyone, which would be wonderful. It would put on the whole show. <laughs> um, but the the police estimate is 15 to 20 thousand people by the time the day's finished well mom and dad came this last time too and they Mm -hmm. were just
0: blown out they've heard about it for so so long and actually the show has i has as i mentioned gone on for 30 years how did you even think this up 30
1: years ago Well, I wasn't thinking Sisters Outdoor Quilt Show at that point. Um, A girlfriend who had a um, boutique and had a lot of handmade pottery, she and I decided that we should have kind of a Saturday day, and I should hang quilts, and she would have her pottery, then another gal had some weaving, and that's how it all started, and I remember asking some of the women who made quilts that came to the store if I could hang their quilts. Oh, they didn't think they were good enough. I said, of course they are. Well, it was really funny because we hung up the quilts that day. And here comes these women looking at the show. And they came back about an hour later with their quilts and wanted me to hang them. So that was really the beginning of the quilt show.
0: Well, that's kind of the spirit of the whole quilt show, the sharing of everyone. Quilts come in from all over the country, don't they?
1: They do, um, but I would say almost half are right from Central Oregon. We have quite a group of quilters, um, but we do accept the first 1,200 quilts pretty much. We have a little bit of criteria, but it certainly isn't a juried show. Mm -hmm. And what we're trying to do is to showcase people's work and in no way judge it. And so what happens, you get the beautiful art quilt and you get maybe somebody's first quilt or you get a child's quilt that they hang in the show. And something that I learned early on, um, was probably five years into it, and I was sorting quilts, deciding where they were going to be placed, and this woman had brought in all these double-knit quilts. And I was kind of poo-pooing them. thinking, oh, golly, I can't believe she did this. And so, quilt show day, here I am out with my camera looking at quilt show, and I look down the street, and I see this great quilt, and I think, I didn't even remember that quilt. Mm-hmm. So I walk up closer, it was the double-knit quilt, and what it said to me was that I should not be judging. Every quilt has something to say to people. You know, I do believe that every single quilt has a
0: hidden story. I do, too. And you don't know what it is because maybe it's subtle. Sometimes it is overt, mm-hmm. but, you know, these quilts all come from the same place. They do. They do. And so would
1: you say your mission is to include everyone? or It is. Um, we you know, did need to make up a rule that it had to actually be a quilt. You wouldn't believe what some people um, thought they could maybe put in there their favorite pillow or this or that. Okay, And, and, you know, those things are logistics issues, but it has to be three layers and be quilted and not tied. Okay, what about, oh, not tied. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. We just made that rule because um, we'd gotten some things that were um, not very nice. Okay, you're being
0: diplomatic here. Well, you try to uh,
1: think of a nice way to put it, but that's about it, you know, on rules. And we do have size restrictions just because, um, you know, it's hard to hang a 110-inch quilt. Oh, really? There's only about three or four spots in town, but I know all the spots because we've done it over the years, and we have maps of every single building, and we know if we can put a large quilt there, a medium or a small, and... We have this all mapped out in a notebook. And, you know, I had a, a woman who was just really upset last year that we couldn't take a quilt, but we'd already taken three right, large ones. Once we right. have three large spots, and I said, hey, you can just bring it in next year. But that's the only kind of restrictions, and there's really not very many. Well, I
0: recently watched the DVD that was made on the 30th year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Plus, it backed up to some earlier years. Mm-hmm. And, Jean, frankly, I was surprised that every single quilt you have mapped out they are not just thrown oh, yeah, up.
1: everything is mapped that out. That came out wrong. <laughs> what we have done is we take photographs of each building um, and we measure them, how wide they are and we may have a picture of the front of a building that says underneath it there's three lines and it mm-hmm. goes L, L, L. So that would mean three large quilts could go there. Then there might be Maybe there's a doorway and a space for two medium, so it'll be L-L-L-M-M, and then what I would do, I try to coordinate the quilts. I'm really into the display part. Now, oh, I'm it's obvious. It's that. obvious in the DVD. Um, so what I do is I look for quilts that have something in common. Mm-hmm. For instance, blue and yellow or all log cabin, but something so that there's some cohesiveness to that part of town. And we do that all over town. Now, what is your favorite part of the quilt show, if you had to pick? Sorting the quilts. Oh, you're kidding. I, I just love it, because I get to touch every single quilt, and I see all the quilts, and you know, people have their paper on that tells about it, so you know, I can read about it. On quilt show day, it's so busy that, you know, I might have a hard time seeing every single thing. Oh, it's I like h- to think I do. It's hard. But it's hard. But I've been known to think, oh my gosh, I forgot to go. You know, on Mm -hmm. this other street or something. So I really like the part of, it's almost the intimacy of being with the quilts and and really getting to see them. And you rent an extra building to do this, don't you? Yeah, well, we look for a building that is um, vacant that hopefully they won't rent to us. They will donate (laughs) to us. And we never know what it's going to be. This year we're going, okay, I don't see too many buildings, but our old library was just moved out of, but it's a county building, so then you have to go through the county. So we're starting to look into
0: that. Now, I heard a secret, maybe, mm-hmm. that one year you got to fly
1: over the quilt show. I did. And what was that like? Well, it, it's, it, I was in awe. Uh, it's probably the only way to explain it because you look down um, and you see almost like a patchwork grid because um, the town's somewhat gridded, and you see color. I mean, and that's probably the the best way to explain it. It's a riot of color, and then you see all these kind of it looks like pinheads. I saw the little bodies <laughs> um, and some cars, but Sisters isn't very big, so it it was great. And was I know very one
0: year. I got to see it on the back of a Harley Davidson. Yes,
1: I remember. That was
0: Chuck. That was wonderful. I went home and my kids said, you said we could never ride on a motorcycle. And I said, well, when you're my age, do whatever you want, but not now. It was great because also it got me off the sidewalks and into the street. And it was a whole other Mm -hmm. vantage
1: point. It was just another way of seeing the show.
0: Right. Now, 30 years, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, you did everything. How has your involvement changed
1: or shifted? Well, um, over the years, you know, I had to get more people to help. It used to be um, I could just find volunteers, and, and we still have volunteers. But it came to a point where we needed to pay some people, and then you have to have something to pay them with. <laughs> um, and so it was going after more sponsorship money, because uh, that's how we put on the show. We have no way of raising um, money at all. So what, um, finally did was get it to a point, um, where I really felt I needed major help like mm-hmm. an executive director, because I would have an assistant every year and there's just a lot to do behind the scenes oh, to yes. get ready. I mean, we start the August before, and so I hired, um, Anne Richardson and we have since become nonprofit. You know, at that point, it was just out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't one way or the other. And she, um, you know, convinced me that, that there was value in being nonprofit because then you can go for grant money and things like this. And she's very good at all of that. I said she writes the grants and all that? Uh, or she, she has somebody help her write okay. the grants. But it just, it's... I think about probably four or five years ago, I was so exhausted afterwards. I thought, you know, I really need more help. And that was when my husband also said, you know, you need to think on that next level. Well, I think Anne's done a really nice job. Still keep the mission of the show. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is so important. And we have a board of directors. And of course, I'm chairman. (laughs) Thank goodness they (laughs) had me be chairman. Because, you know, I, I still, it isn't like I have to control the whole thing, but I, I just want to keep what we have. I don't want to lose it. Exactly. Exactly. Now, as far as the day of quilt show goes, it's mm-hmm. a miracle in itself. <laughs> oh, it's, I love the day. Um, I always wake up really early and I used to have to set the alarm. I don't have set the alarm anymore. The minute the sun comes up, mm-hmm. you know, I'm up and... Uh, I always lay my clothes out the night before so I don't have to make any decisions and, <laughs> you know, zip into town. And my husband and my son and my son-in-law have gotten up earlier and they have the truck and the dogs because everybody has a dog. And they're putting out the cones in the street, which one of the uh, quilt shops and bent Mountain Country Mercantile, she and her husband donated cones to us about 10 years ago. Oh nice. And so we put those up and we have to get permission from the State of Oregon Highway Department to do it. So we do that.
0: Now I want to say that it
1: is a major highway that goes through the town. So you're not coning so people can't drive through. You're expanding no. the sidewalks. Right. Right. And it's for safety mm-hmm. more than anything. But they put the cones up and then put the yellow tape up along there. But here they are in the truck with the dogs and uh, then I go to the Quilt Show office and we at that point, Point the crew is there, and we divide everybody into groups, and we have chairmen of each group, and that person, uh, the group leader, um, you know, they might choose people to work with them, or um, there might be volunteers who show up that work with them, and we move all the quilts outside and they've all been bagged and labeled like it would say stitching post front right bag one of three or two of three or three of three so everything is coded and that that's how we keep track of everything and then the people start showing up and we give them all um gift certificates for coffee and they get their free uh they get a pin and a little hostess or a, a a ribbon that says they all are volunteer and only volunteers can be touching the quilts. oh that's real smart yeah when we're putting them up because the quilters keep arriving earlier and earlier <laughs> and then you know the gals are trying to or the guys are trying to put up a quilt and they want them to move aside so they can take a picture and yeah and so we really have it fairly well organized now and we start at seven and it is up by nine and you also Which have, is totally amazing. Well, to you me. have the fire department in there too. We do. And the volunteer fire department, uh, they come with their big ladder. It's on the end of the Stitching Post building. Um, we have a really nice wall. And every year, the Stitching Post employees do a challenge. And I really like to feature their quilts. Um, in this area, they work awfully hard, and they only get like two hours out to go look at the show because they're all working so Gene, they work really they hard. Do. I've seen it firsthand. So time. I have a party for them, though, two weeks before mm-hmm. quilt show at my house, and we kind of keep a secret everybody's challenge quilt, and I hang them up all over my yard. And then we have a catered dinner, and it's so neat to drive up and see everybody's quilts. And, you know, they haven't seen their fellow employees' quilts, so it's a real special day. And, you know, I try to do that just to kind of ease the, the tension. In the fact, they're really going to have to be working hard in two weeks. Well, <laughs> as
0: in a quick aside, too, your yard is phenomenal. You're a gardener, oh, and you. it's evident in your and Valerie Wells' books. Valerie... Is your daughter? And she, she is. Well, is she? She's married.
1: She is married, and, a and mom. they just had a little baby, Olivia Rose, and she's very sweet. And well, she so actually she, comes to work. Some does she, Olivia? Yes, very, very she good. Loves visiting with all the quilters. I have to say, she's so cute. Oh. Really? Oh, thank you. Now, as far as family involvement goes, mm-hmm. everybody's there, right? That's right. And um, my son comes from Portland with his wife and my grandson. And and when Braden was born, I bought one of those onesies and got him a quilt so t-shirt. So he has his t-shirts <laughs> every year. And he was actually on the DVD last year and... Um, just learning to talk and his sister's outdoor quilt show. And I saw it that. It was very so cute. cute. Well, that DVD is wonderful. Is it still available? It is. Um, and we'll have it out for a couple of years because mm-hmm. we really can't afford to do them every year. So we right. do every two or three years. And um, we're just in the process of getting a quilt show website. Um, I don't think it's up and running yet, but I know that Ann's working on it. What is but your you website? You can get them through the Stitching Post okay. website. It's um, www.stitchingpost, and it's com. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I'll put that on my website so people okay, can click through. That would through. be great. Also, what's the phone number of
1: the Stitching Post? 541 549 6061.
0: And do you know off the top of your head about how much it runs? The DVD. I'm thinking it's twenty. Okay, but terrible. No. I should
1: remember. <laughs> now we're not going to hold you to it, but if that's the ballpark. Yeah, I think that's what it is.
0: Well, I have to say that when I got my copy of it, mm-hmm. Jean, I cried in it. It oh. was. I just really, really touched me. Uh-huh. It really touched me, and I'm grateful that you did take the time, effort, and money to have it made because mm-hmm. just. The production quality alone is excellent.
1: Well, we have a fellow we've worked with now um, on three of them, and he's local, and he does a lot of artists' um, presentations Mm -hmm. for them, and he has a great eye. He really does. He's been around enough, he knows about Quilt Show, he loves the quilters, and you know, I can just send him off to interview, like Gwen Marsden or somebody, and he'll do a great interview. I don't have to do a whole lot of hand-holding. And
0: now, as far as an 06, um, do you know who the featured artists are going to be? I mean, you have a
1: ton of different people. but we yes, no, do. Who are some of the big um, names people might know? Well, they probably know Katie Pasquini-Hasselqvist, mm-hmm. and Katie will be there, and then Freddie Moran and Gwen Marsden will be doing the program for our dinner Friday night. Oh, that's fun. And you can come Come to the dinner or and actually eat, or if you just want to come as a guest, you can listen to them and it doesn't cost you anything. It it's kind of our treat for everybody who's there on Friday and it's in the parks, so obviously you can't show your slides. Right. So you have to have people who can hold an audience and they will be fabulous. And they have a brand new book too. Well I have to say I did it last year and it was you so much did. fun. It was and it started to rain and you could
0: tell who was from Oregon. They didn't care. And everybody else was like whipping up their umbrellas. It was very <laughs> cute and yeah. it was so much fun. And mom and dad loved being there. So thank you for asking me to do it.
1: Well, you know, Alex, I just feel like I've known you for so long, and oh. I love what you've been able to do in the industry. And it was a way to honor you, oh, and you. especially on our 30th, you know, when we were talking about who we wanted. I said, well, I hope Alex can come. So well, I was really glad when you could.
0: I just want to thank you so much. And periodically, I get to teach at Camp Sherman, and that's yes. a blast. That's a whole other thing. I would suggest, friends listening to this, that you get on their website because it's really happening there in mm-hmm. Sisters Oregon. You've really put that town
1: on the map in a big way. Well, a funny thing, I have to tell you this story. We got a new Chamber of Commerce director, and he had gone to some statewide meeting, and at the, after lunch, their first day, they had to go with them around the room and say where they were from. And then the rest of the room would say if that town was known for anything. And when he said sisters, they said quilt show. I thought, I can't believe it.
0: Oh, <laughs> I can one over
1: rodeo. <laughs> oh, yay. And you know what? The
0: rodeo comes to your town after mine in Livermore. And oh. I, I know how big the rodeo is, so that yeah. says something about what you've grown. Mm-hmm. So, Jean, thank you so much. Well, thank you, Alex. It's this so- has been a whole lot of fun. And again... I really suggest you get your hands on the DVD. It is wonderful. And you might want to get an extra one for a gift for a quilter friend. I cannot imagine any quilter in the whole wide world that wouldn't enjoy that. Don't you think? I think so. Well, thanks so much. Thank you. And thanks so much for listening. Until we meet, and we quilters do get around, happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.